Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bat Books for Beginners. I am your host, John, and in this episode, we are dealing with part two of Robin Home and Back. Like the last issues, this is written by Chuck Dixon and has art by Staz Johnson. In this episode, we are running over issues 60, 61, and 64. And 66 of the Robin continuing series. We're not dealing with issues 62 through to 64 because they cover a Flash storyline. The only essential thing that you need to know about that is that it features Tim Drake and his father moving away from Gotham. Now I'm going to start with a couple of apologies. It is currently in the UK about 60 million billion degrees and is currently hotter than the face of the sun. So if you do pick up the sound of my fan or background noise because I have to have all the windows open, I do apologise about that. I have tried to take as much of it out in post-editing as possible, but some inevitably will leak through. Now, if you remember in the last episode, I gave very, very high praise to that Robin series and the first four issues of it. So is it going to be as any good as that? Let's find out as we dig into Robin Home and Back Part 2. You don't know him like I do. He manipulates, pulls strings, anything to get what he wants. I thought we had the same goals. Things change. I changed. The game's over, Batman. I quit. We open with Robin being confronted by the ghost of Philmont, the boy who died at the end of the last episode. It's a dream and Tim is woken by Mrs. Mack, his housekeeper. Robin returns to the scene of the murder to look for clues and decides that he doesn't need any evidence and instead goes to look for the murderers, the two boys, setting up a motion camera near their home to catch them if they return. After this, he adopts the disguise of Alvin to take Steph to her antenatal class. They flirt and talk until Steph returns home. He then heads back out as Robin to see if the two murderers have returned home. Whilst not catching the criminal, he does stumble on one of their friends, a boy named Meacham. He chases him and the boy leads him right to Stazlan, one of the suspects. He beats them to get a confession. However, it is not what he expects, as they claim they did not do it. They only roughed him up and then left him there alive. The next day, he's interviewed by the police, but rather than say that he did see Philmont leave with the two bullies, he denies he ever saw it happening. The next issue opens with two people in a car stopping for a gang. Unsurprisingly, the gang want to rob the young couple. However, they are rescued by Nightwing and Robin, who easily dispose of the thugs. Afterwards, Tim talks to Dick about the murders, and he advises Robin to keep an eye on Stazland anyway, as he may know more than he is letting on. We then cut to Robin talking to Oracle, who tells him that the kid was killed with a blunt instrument, but there were no witnesses to the murder. However, someone must have seen something. We then move to Robin, dressed as Alvin again, paying another visit to Steph. They again talk, then Robin leaves and returns to the crime scene and begins to look for the killer. He follows some tracks to a homeless guy who lives in the woods. However, as he is talking to him, someone opens fire on them, hitting a propane tank. Robin gives chase to the two masked gunmen and easily beats them in a fight. Unsurprisingly, it turns out that it is Stasland and Meacham who did it. 
and the issue ends with Robin stood over Philmont's grave, saying that he shares in their guilt. Issue 65 opens with Steph in labour. Tim, whilst in the ward, is unable to enter. However, there are complications which force them to operate to save the child. Whilst under, Steph has a dream that the baby is stolen by her father, the Clue Master, who then, when caught, throws the child into the air. She wakes to find Robin there. They talk and Steph decides to go through with the adoption of the child, refusing even to see it. Tim phones his father, who has moved out of Gotham, telling him that he had to see a friend. His father, understandably, is rather annoyed that Tim has returned to Gotham and says that he will meet him at the old house, which Tim then heads to. Meanwhile, three of Nick Scatch's goons head to the local hospital and demand treatment for one of their men or they will attack him. Issue 66 opens with Scratch's men continuing to threaten everyone. The doctors perform surgery on the downed gang member while outside the theatre the police gather. However, the police are spotted and the goons open fire. We then cut back to Gotham where Tim and his father are talking. They, however, decide to stay in Gotham rather than returning to Keystone. Meanwhile, the police continue to surround the medical centre where the goons are held up. The doctors are certain that they aren't human and more to the point they discover that the goons have a very short life expectancy and their genes are slowly turning against them. The goons obviously don't take it well and threaten to beat up the doctor, saying that they are lying. However, the doctors instead make a break for it and escape. But the police are unable to go in as there is flammable gas in the centre and hitting it with a bullet from a gun will cause it to go off. The goons decide that they will take the place with them if they're going to die, but before they can, Robin attacks them. They fight, but Robin easily defeats them, and the issue ends with Tim's father's girlfriend informing Miss Mac that they will be staying in Gotham. So, overall, I thought the first two issues are very, very good. We get more of the Steph storyline, we get more Tim drama, him trying to decide what he's going to do, solving the crime, trying to solve all of the problems. But I thought that the final two issues were probably quite weak. It would have been nice to have seen much more about Steph and the baby, to see the effects of what's going on, and to really see Tim trying to help Steph through what is, understandably, an incredibly difficult time in her life. And I think the fact that that doesn't really happen is a little disappointing, really, considering how much good character building we got from Chuck Dixon in the last episode. It would have been nice to have seen it carry on. The art, again, was very, very good. It did have some odd moments. For example, there was sort of shiny exclamations, almost like lens flare when they pulled certain expressions that I didn't really, really understand why that was going on. Um, I didn't, to be honest, think it was necessary, but there must have been a very good reason for it. Perhaps it was a new art style, but to me it just seemed a little bit out of place. However, overall, I think if you take the entire series in context, it is very, very, very good. It leads nicely into No Man's Land, and it is well worth buying, especially if you want to deal with a lot of back 
issues. And I would recommend this overall as an entirety. However, if you have the opportunity to pick up 65 and 66 of the Robin run, I probably would avoid it unless you're desperate to see the little bit where Steph gives birth. So that's my overall review of the Robin home and back. I thought it was very, very good and well worth picking up. Perhaps one of the best comics that I've read in a long, long time. And I've said it a number of times and I will keep on saying it. When Chuck Dixon is on form and he gets his characters right, he gets them very, very right. And in this case, he is fantastic writing. So next episode, we will be tackling Nightwing, A Darker Shade of Justice. This has been released as a trade paperback, and there are a few issues that cover the No Man series that we won't be dealing with. So we will only be dealing with the first half of the trade paperback. But is it going to be any good? We have to find out next episode to find out. And then after that, we begin the big marathon, the one that probably everybody I think has slightly been waiting for. We begin No Man's Land, which will take forever, considering I have the trade paperbacks and I've seen how big they are. But with that being said, that is everything for this episode. Thank you once again for listening. It is always appreciated. And now I'll hand you back over to Dustin and the guys.